Section eight of the Brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky, translated by Constance Garnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bruce Peary. Book two, chapter three. Peasant women who have faith. Near the wooden portico below, built on to the outer wall of the precinct, there was a crowd of about twenty peasant women they had been told that the elder was at last coming out and they had gathered together in anticipation two ladies madame holakoff and her daughter had also come out into the portico to wait for the elder but in a separate part of it set aside for women of rank madame holakoff was a wealthy lady still young and attractive and always dressed with taste she was rather pale and had lively black eyes she was not more than thirty-three and had been five years a widow her daughter a girl of fourteen was partially paralyzed the poor child had not been able to walk for the last six months and was wheeled about in a long reclining chair she had a charming little face rather thin from illness but full of gaiety there was a gleam of mischief in her big dark eyes with their long lashes her mother had been intending to take her abroad ever since the spring but they had been detained all the summer by business connected with their estate they had been staying a week in our town where they had come more for purposes of business than devotion but had visited father zasima once already three days before though they knew that the elders scarcely saw any one they had now suddenly turned up again and urgently entreated the happiness of looking once again on the great healer the mother was sitting on a chair by the side of her daughter's invalid carriage and two paces from her stood an old monk not one of our monastery but a visitor from an obscure religious house in the far north he too sought the elder's blessing but father zasima on entering the portico went first straight to the peasants who were crowded at the foot of the three steps that led up into the portico father zasima stood on the top step put on his stole and began blessing the women who thronged about him one crazy woman was led up to him as soon as she caught sight of the elder she began shrieking and writhing as though in the pains of childbirth laying the stole on her forehead he read a short prayer over her and she was at once soothed and quieted i do not know how it may be now but in my childhood i often happened to see and hear these possessed women in the villages and monasteries they used to be brought to mass they would squeal and bark like a dog so that they were heard all over the church but when the sacrament was carried in and they were led up to it at once the possession ceased and the sick women were always soothed for a time i was greatly impressed and amazed at this as a child but then i heard from country neighbors and from my town teachers that the whole illness was simulated to avoid work and that it could always be cured by suitable severity various anecdotes were told to confirm this but later on i learnt with astonishment from medical specialists that there is no pretence about it that it is a terrible illness to which women are subject specially prevalent among us in russia and that it is due to the hard lot of the peasant women it is a disease i was told 
arising from exhausting toil too soon after hard abnormal and unassisted labor in childbirth and from the hopeless misery from beatings and so on which some women were not able to endure like others the strange and instant healing of the frantic and struggling woman as soon as she was led up to the holy sacrament which had been explained to me as due to malingering and the trickery of the clericals arose probably in the most natural manner both the women who supported her and the invalid herself fully believed as a truth beyond question that the evil spirit in possession of her could not hold out if the sick woman were brought to the sacrament and made to bow down before it and so with a nervous and psychically deranged woman a sort of convulsion of the whole organism always took place and was bound to take place at the moment of bowing down to the sacrament aroused by the expectation of the miracle of healing and the implicit belief that it would come to pass and it did come to pass though only for a moment it was exactly the same now as soon as the elder touched the sick woman with the stole many of the women in the crowd were moved to tears of ecstasy by the effect of the moment some strove to kiss the hem of his garment others cried out in sing-song voices he blessed them all and talked with some of them the possessed woman he knew already she came from a village only six firsts from the monastery and had been brought to him before but here is one from afar he pointed to a woman by no means old but very thin and wasted with a face not merely sunburnt but almost blackened by exposure she was kneeling and gazing with a fixed stare at the elder there was something almost frenzied in her eyes from afar off father from afar off from two hundred miles from here from afar off father from afar off the woman began in a sing-song voice as though she were chanting a dirge swaying her head from side to side with her cheek resting in her hand there is silent and long-suffering sorrow to be met with among the peasantry it withdraws into itself and is still but there is a grief that breaks out and from that minute it bursts into tears and finds vent in wailing this is particularly common with women but it is no lighter a grief than the silent lamentations comfort only by lacerating the heart still more such grief does not desire consolation it feeds on the sense of its hopelessness lamentations spring only from the constant craving to reopen the wound you are of the tradesman class said father zosima looking curiously at her town folk we are father town folk yet we are peasants though we live in the town i have come to see you o oh father we heard of you father we heard of you i have buried my little son and i have come on a pilgrimage i have been in three monasteries but they told me go nastasia go to them that is to you i have come i was yesterday at the service and to-day i have come to you what are you weeping for 
it's my little son i'm grieving for father he was three years old three years all but three months for my little boy father i'm in anguish for my little boy he was the last one left we had four my nikita and i and now we've no children our dear ones have all gone i buried the first three without grieving over much and now i have buried the last i can't forget him he seems always standing before me he never leaves me he has withered my heart i look at his little clothes his little shirt his little boots and i wail i lay out all that is left of him all his little things i look at them and wail i say to nikita my husband let me go on a pilgrimage master he is a driver we're not poor people father not poor he drives our own horse it's all our own the horse and the carriage and what good is it all to us now my nikita has begun drinking while i am away he's sure to it used to be so before as soon as i turn my back he gives way to it but now i don't think about him it's three months since i left home i've forgotten him i've forgotten everything i don't want to remember and what would our life be now together i've done with him i've done i've done with them all i don't care to look upon my house and my goods i don't care to see anything at all listen mother said the elder once in olden times a holy saint saw in the temple a mother like you weeping for her little one her only one whom god had taken knowest thou not said the saint to her how bold these little ones are before the throne of god verily there are none bolder than they in the kingdom of heaven thou didst give us life o lord they say and scarcely had we looked upon it when thou didst take it back again and so boldly they ask and ask again that god gives them at once the rank of angels therefore said the saint thou too o mother rejoice and weep not for thy little son is with the lord in the fellowship of the angels that's what the saint said to the weeping mother of old he was a great saint and he could not have spoken falsely therefore you too mother know that your little one is surely before the throne of god is rejoicing and happy and praying to god for you and therefore weep not but rejoice the woman listened to him looking down with her cheek in her hand she sighed deeply my nikita tried to comfort me with the same words as you foolish one he said why weep our son is no doubt singing with the angels before god he says that to me but he weeps himself i see that he cries like me i know nikita said i where could he be if not with the lord god only here with us now he is not as he used to sit beside us before and if only i could look upon him one little time if only i could peep at him one little time without going up to him without speaking if i could be hidden in a corner and only see him for one little minute hear him playing in the yard calling in his little voice mammy where are you 
if only i could hear him pattering with his little feet about the room just once only once for so often so often i remember how he used to run to me and shout and laugh if only i could hear his little feet i should know him but he's gone father he's gone and i shall never hear him again here's his little sash but him i shall never see or hear now she drew out of her bosom her boy's little embroidered sash and as soon as she looked at it she began shaking with sobs hiding her eyes with her fingers through which the tears flowed in a sudden stream it is rachel of old said the elder weeping for her children and will not be comforted because they are not such is the lot set on earth for you mothers be not comforted consolation is not what you need weep and be not consoled but weep only every time that you weep be sure to remember that your little son is one of the angels of god that he looks down from there at you and sees you and rejoices at your tears and points at them to the lord god and a long while yet will you keep that great mother's grief but it will turn in the end into quiet joy and your bitter tears will be only tears of tender sorrow that purifies the heart and delivers it from sin and i shall pray for the peace of your child's soul what was his name alexey father a sweet name after alexey the man of god yes father what a saint he was i will remember him mother and your grief in my prayers and i will pray for your husband's health it is a sin for you to leave him your little one will see from heaven that you have forsaken his father and will weep over you why do you trouble his happiness he is living for the soul lives for ever and though he is not in the house he is near you unseen how can he go into the house when you say that the house is hateful to you to whom is he to go if he find you not together his father and mother he comes to you in dreams now and you grieve but then he will send you gentle dreams go to your husband mother go this very day i will go father at your word i will go you've gone straight to my heart my nikita my nikita you are waiting for me the woman began in a sing-song voice but the elder had already turned away to a very old woman dressed like a dweller in the town not like a pilgrim her eyes showed that she had come with an object and in order to say something she said she was the widow of a non-commissioned officer and lived close by in the town her son vasenka was in the commissariat service and had gone to irkutsk in siberia he had written twice from there but now a year had passed since he had written she did inquire about him but she did not know the proper place to inquire only the other day stepanida ilyanishna she's a rich merchant's wife said to me you go pohorovna and put your son's name down for prayer in the church and pray for the peace of his soul as though he were dead 
his soul will be troubled she said and he will write you a letter and stepanida ilyanishna told me it was a certain thing which had been many times tried only i am in doubt oh you light of ours is it true or false and would it be right don't think of it it's shameful to ask the question how is it possible to pray for the peace of a living soul and his own mother too it's a great sin akin to sorcery only for your ignorance it is forgiven you better pray to the queen of heaven our swift defence and help for his good health and that she may forgive you for your error and another thing i will tell you prohorovna either he will soon come back to you your son or he will be sure to send a letter go and henceforward be in peace your son is alive i tell you dear father god reward you our benefactor who prays for all of us and for our sins but the elder had already noticed in the crowd two glowing eyes fixed upon him an exhausted consumptive-looking though young peasant woman was gazing at him in silence her eyes besought him but she seemed afraid to approach what is it my child absolve my soul father she articulated softly and slowly sank on her knees and bowed down at his feet i have sinned father i am afraid of my sin the elder sat down on the lower step the woman crept closer to him still on her knees i am a widow these three years she began in a half whisper with a sort of shudder i had a hard life with my husband he was an old man he used to beat me cruelly he lay ill i thought looking at him if he were to get well if he were to get up again what then and then the thought came to me stay said the elder and he put his ear close to her lips the woman went on in a low whisper so that it was almost impossible to catch anything she had soon done three years ago asked the elder three years at first i didn't think about it but now i've begun to be ill and the thought never leaves me have you come from far over three hundred miles away have you told it in confession i have confessed it twice i have confessed it have you been admitted to communion yes i am afraid i am afraid to die fear nothing and never be afraid and don't fret if only your penitence fail not god will forgive all there is no sin and there can be no sin on all the earth which the lord will not forgive to the truly repentant man cannot commit a sin so great as to exhaust the infinite love of god can there be a sin which could exceed the love of god think only of repentance continual repentance but dismiss fear altogether believe that god loves you as you cannot conceive that he loves you with your sin in your sin it has been said of old that over one repentant sinner 
there is more joy in heaven than over ten righteous men go and fear not be not bitter against men be not angry if you are wronged forgive the dead man in your heart what wrong he did you be reconciled with him in truth if you are penitent you love and if you love you are of god all things are atoned for all things are saved by love if i a sinner even as you are am tender with you and have pity on you how much more will god love is such a priceless treasure that you can redeem the whole world by it and expiate not only your own sins but the sins of others he signed her three times with the cross took from his own neck a little icon and put it upon her she bowed down to the earth without speaking he got up and looked cheerfully at a healthy peasant woman with a tiny baby in her arms from vishagoria dear father five miles you have dragged yourself with the baby what do you want i've come to look at you i have been to you before or have you forgotten you've no great memory if you've forgotten me they told us you were ill thinks i i'll go and see him for myself now i see you and you're not ill you'll live another twenty years god bless you there are plenty to pray for you how should you be ill i thank you for all daughter by the way i have a thing to ask not a great one here are sixty kopecks give them dear father to some one poorer than me i thought as i came along better give through him he'll know whom to give to thanks my dear thanks you are a good woman i love you i will do so certainly is that your little girl my little girl father lizaveta may the lord bless you both you and your babe lizaveta you have gladdened my heart mother farewell dear children farewell dear ones he blessed them all and bowed low to them end of section eight